0: You are listening to episode 41 of the Happy Outdoor Families podcast. I am so excited to be back with you. And today we are talking about prioritizing the outdoors in our homeschool routine. I absolutely love free, unstructured time outside, but there are also a number of activities that we plan and carry out more intentionally and find a lot of value in those things too. Today, I'm sharing three ways that we incorporate the outdoors into our homeschool and preschool learning through weekly nature groups, Tinker Garden classes, and through simply taking our lessons into the backyard or park. These also happen to be my favorite parts of homeschooling, and I hope that these ideas can bring some joy to your home as well. Listen in. Welcome to Happy Outdoor Families, the podcast that encourages and equips families to spend more time exploring and playing together outside. I am your host, Emily Eisenbarger, and I hope that as you listen in each week, you will feel inspired and excited about reconnecting your kids and yourselves with the outdoors, whatever that looks like for you. Join with me as we dive into the beauty, the benefits, and the challenges of taking life outside thanks for listening. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here recording another episode. I had a very nice two-week break from the show. I can't really say that it was necessarily to rest, but at least to focus on other things going on in my life and just regroup for the show and for the rest of the year. So I'm really excited about some of the things that I'm getting ready to talk about on the show, including um, advocating for recess legislation, um, some stuff about Leave No Trace, um, questions about cold weather, um, fun ideas for enrichment outside, all sorts of fun things that are going to be coming up on the show in the next few months. And I would also love to hear from you if there are any topics that you would love for me to incorporate on the podcast. But as promised, for today, I want to talk a little bit about how we take homeschooling outside. A few weeks ago, I had an episode about how we are making outdoor time a priority on my oldest daughter's public school schedule. And that honestly has been one of my favorite podcast to do so far because it's just something I was really excited about. Um, And so today I wanted to touch on the other half of our school life because this year I have one in public school and one that I am homeschooling and actually a third that I am preschooling. So this episode really is about homeschool and preschool time outside. And really that to me is one of the biggest perks of homeschooling is that I have so much freedom in my schedule um, to make it our own. And we have that ability to get outside pretty much whenever we want. Before I get into that though, I do want to share an update on how things are going with our public school year. Because when I recorded that previous episode about prioritizing the outdoors, we were just getting ready to start the year. So I had all of these plans, but we hadn't actually put them into action yet. Now we're about a month in, so I thought I would just let you know how it's going. So, first of all, if you listened to that previous episode, you know that one of the big things we are doing is getting outdoor time in before school. Okay, so we've been doing this for a month now, and it is seriously the best thing we've done to make sure we are getting outside. It does mean that we wake up a little bit early than we would otherwise. But on the flip side, it ensures that we are never, ever late for school because it's like this huge built-in time cushion. So we've gone early to the school every day so far, except for one when there was a thunderstorm. And I am loving how this gives my daughters time every day to play together. And even on mornings when things don't go smoothly getting out the door or someone is grouchy, by the time we've played for a little while, everyone's in a good mood again to start the day. So I 100% recommend it if your school day starts a little later. Um, We have also been arriving early for pickup and I've just been parking and getting out and playing with my two younger ones. And this has been another great time to get in some outdoor time and just make that waiting easier so that it doesn't feel like just this waste of time that we're sitting in these lines because I cannot stand that. I mean, we've actually gotten some friends to come out and start playing with us, so I'm hoping we're starting a trend that some other families can see, oh, we can do things a little bit differently and think outside the box here and get in some outdoor time. So all of that is going great and we're going strong. Um, And I also did just reach out to my daughter's teacher and as a point of introducing myself and our family a little bit. Let her know that I was a big proponent of outdoor time and I offered my support in helping their class get outside to learn and shared some ideas with her and she thanked me and we'll see if anything comes of it throughout the year. I'll continue to follow up and just be there for my school. I think that's a big thing is I just, I don't want to put myself out there as someone who's trying to oppose what's going on, but rather as someone who wants to support and make the environment the best that it can be. So overall, I feel really good about how the year is going so far, apart from us all still just adjusting to a more strict schedule and longer days. I know I've been pretty wiped out. Um, my daughter's been tired, but at the same time she has been loving school. So we're in a good place. Because I knew it would be an adjustment just getting into this new routine, I did plan to start my kindergarten daughter's year a few weeks later than her sister, so we are just now getting into our homeschool year. We've started all our core subjects, and we're just figuring out a good routine, and I'm going to share a little bit about where we get outside in that part of our lives. So sharing about homeschooling is a little bit different because the truth is that you really don't have to get that creative like I have been doing with my public school child. You're not beholden to someone else's schedule. You can choose what you value most and just do those things. So, this episode is not so much about how it's possible, but rather just a few of our favorite ways to get outside while homeschooling. And again, I have a preschooler too. So, this totally applies to just homeschool or preschool. And of course, my daughter is still very young. So, if your kids are older homeschoolers, Some of this will apply to you and some won't. So I'm gonna go over just three major areas where we get outside during our week. The first major thing that we do is have a consistent weekly nature group. Now this is something I've done for the past four years in different forms and it has always been one of my favorite and most valued parts of our homeschool and our preschool years. So at varying times, this has looked like a weekly nature walk, a play group, a structured nature study, or just our field trip buddies. It has been a huge blessing and treasure in our lives. And honestly, I just feel like every year, the right people have just kind of fallen into this with us. Some I've already known and invited, And others I've met through just sharing an interest in getting our kids outside every week and attracting those people that have the same interests. So if you would like to do something like this, if you feel like it would be awesome to have a weekly group that you're getting outside with for your homeschool child or your preschooler, or even as an after-school or weekend activity, let me offer a little bit of quick advice. And I will preface this by saying I am not terribly outgoing. So creating these groups has really pushed me in that sense, but it has been so rewarding. So if you feel like you're not the type of person to plan and lead, I would encourage you to try if this is something that you want. So first, it's important that you know what it is that you want. Do you want to play at the park once a week for an hour? Do you want to have structured learning time with an adult teaching Do you want to dedicate a whole morning or a whole day to being outside together? Do you want to see the same people every single week? Or would it be something that's an open invitation for anyone to come when they feel like it? What do you hope to get out of a group? Do you want social opportunities for your child or for yourself? Do you want to fulfill a learning goal? Be able to adventure with others? Really think it through and be specific once you know what it is that you want you could first see if something like that already exists in your community it might be there for you and you can just jump right in but if you can't find anything present your specific vision to your friends or to your community i know in my area we have a pretty huge homeschool population so when i wanted to have a weekly nature study i chose a day and a time i outlined a plan And I posted that in homeschool Facebook groups for my city. I didn't know any of the people that came, but we ended up having a great year together. And more than likely, you are not alone in wanting that thing that you want. So when you share it, you share this idea and this vision with your community. That is how you find the people who are going to be excited about that too. A lot of times in my experience, it just takes someone being the one to say it. So I personally love having a small, consistent group. My kids and I can form meaningful relationships this way. And it just feels a lot easier for me to socialize and to feel socially fulfilled when I'm able to spend time with the same people over and over again. But you know, your own preferences and your kids and what they're going to benefit from. So you might be like me and you want to start an intimate group that gets to know each other really well. Or you might really love having the feeling of a really big weekly playgroup that's open to anyone and everyone. Or maybe it's not even something you want to do weekly. Maybe this is a monthly thing for you, a quarterly thing where you get together with a big celebration. I will also say that one component that we have included off and on in these weekly outdoor groups, but has always been a delight when we are doing it, is keeping a nature journal. So I have nature journals for my kids and for myself. And I typically ask my kids to draw something that they observed outside that day and then write a little bit about what their day was like, or if they aren't writing very much yet, I write for them. So it's a great practice for them. And it's also the sweetest keepsake. I love seeing what was memorable to them and what they chose to include. And I, so I have nature journals back. From the time that my girls were scribbling, and now my oldest, who's seven and a half, has one. And they're just darling. I love it. Okay, so that is our first major way that we get outside as homeschoolers is having our weekly nature group. This year, it's a weekly group, it's primarily outdoor play. We have a very small cohort that we get together with and just let them play for hours, and it's fabulous. Our second major intentional activity. Is Tinker Garden. If you've been around for a while, you've probably heard me talk about Tinker Garden. And I have been taking or leading Tinker Garden classes with my girls in tow for nearly four years now. And it is such a beautiful program. We love it. And honestly, I love leading it and being able to bring my kids. So if you're not aware, Tinker Garden is a guided outdoor play class where parents and children come together to imagine and play. It is an especially wonderful class if you are new to nature play or if you would really like a structured, consistent community, but you don't want to create that yourself. It is an excellent program. It has an expertly designed curriculum that's kind of just a foolproof way To get some really creative and open ended play outside for your kids. And if you look and there isn't a Tinker Garden class already happening in your area, I would totally recommend being a Tinker Garden leader and looking into that as a job and something that you can bring to your community. I can stick my leader page and contact info in the show notes if you want to personally talk with me about my experience being a leader and just. As an FYI, I do not get compensated for you leading classes. This is not like a multi-level thing. I just love it. And I would love to see Garden in as many communities as possible. So Garden actually exists now in two formats. There are in-person, outside classes, or you can take classes virtually. And both formats set your family up for a full week of outdoor play with Lots of at-home ideas and resources in addition to those weekly live classes. So that is our second big thing that we're doing as homeschoolers and preschoolers to get outside. I'll be actually leading two weekly classes throughout the year. One will be happening while my kindergarten daughter is at a drop-off tutorial, so it's going to be really fun for me to have a special activity just for my youngest for the first time ever. And then I'm doing a second class where my kindergarten daughter will be with me. I love these classes because there is a really wide range of ages and there's a lot of beautiful learning and playing that happens when you get that mixed age group together like that. So if you have a homeschool child or a preschool child that is eight years old or under, this is a great recommendation if you want to have some intentional time outside and some accountability to get outside as well. Because I know for me, if I'm signed up for something, I'm paying for something, I'm gonna go and I'm committed. And that's just, there's a lot less question about it. Okay, so those so far are our two guaranteed times that we are getting outside during the week in a way that feels really enriching and intentional. And for this third segment, I guess, of the show, I want to talk about what I think is perhaps the most important point of all, which is to say that virtually anything that you can do inside, you can take outside. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to the previous episode of the podcast from a few weeks ago, where I interviewed Rachel Tidd, who is the creator of Wild Math and Wild Reading, definitely check that out because she has some great tips for learning outside. This year we are actually using Wild Math for my kindergartner, along with a couple of other things. I like to kind of mix and match my curriculum resources, but it's a great program and gives just a lot of really excellent ideas for how you can teach math concepts outside using natural materials and kind of just thinking outside of the box of workbooks. That being said, Going outside to learn does not have to be limited to outdoor-specific things. When the weather cooperates, we take anything that we can into the backyard, onto a picnic blanket, or to our patio table. So if you're a homeschooler and you want to get more time outside, clipboards and paperweights are your best friends. To make schooling outside easier and to give you just kind of a sense of how we do that, let me tell you a little bit about how I organize our school supplies. So all of the curriculum books and worksheets and writing paper and even some little manipulatives that we regularly use, I store all of those together in a plastic tote that has a snap-on lid and a handle. It's seriously the most useful homeschool supply I've purchased. If I can find a link to it, I'll, I'll share that in the show description, but it is a Sterilite tub. It's got a removable pencil caddy that fits inside of it and a secure lid with a handle on it. We, I'm pretty sure, got it at Joanne Fabrics, and it's perfect for this use. I am not the type of homeschool mom that plans far ahead and has a full month or even a week of lesson plans. So I'm often kind of looking at our books and figuring out exactly what our lessons are as we're starting our day. So if the weather is nice, I can just pick up that tub and take it outside and find the books that we're going to use. It's so simple and it means that I can do it. I don't really have to plan ahead. It's just as easy for me to do this outside as it is to do it inside at our table. I keep pencils and crayons and loose paper and a clipboard, anything that we might need while we're going outside. Again, I cannot emphasize the clipboard is so useful if you have any loose paper. It will make your life so much easier. Honestly, I love doing this for all of the reasons that I love, prioritizing time outside in general, that we get less stress. Lots of gentle sensory stimulation, better focus. There's lots of fun things for my younger daughter to do while I'm trying to focus on my older child. On a personal note, this also ensures that we actually get everything put away. Let me explain. So often when we do school at a table inside, I have a bad habit of leaving things out leaving our worksheets or our books just on the table instead of cleaning it all up and putting it away. The room gets cluttered and my younger child is usually in there dumping toys everywhere and getting out the games and not putting them away. And then I turn into a grumpy parent. So outside, the difference is when we're done, I am much better at packing everything back into our tub and putting it away nicely when we go back inside. This also means that my room inside is not getting as messy. So for me, it is all around just easier and it feels more peaceful and I just love it. So easy to carry tub, a clipboard, picnic blanket, and you are good to go. Sometimes we even take our tub with us to the park or to the library. We can homeschool wherever we are and it's awesome. This doesn't mean that we literally do everything outside. Even if the weather is nice, we are not always outside. Sometimes we just stay inside and do things at our table. I don't necessarily want to take every board game outside with all of its little pieces to get lost in the yard. So maybe I should say there are certain things that I have more of a tendency to pull out when we're outdoors. Than other things such as our read-alouds. They are so lovely to just sit outside on a picnic blanket and read together. Obviously math for us this year is one that we'll be doing outside a lot since we are using wild math as part of our curriculum. I also really enjoy doing outside science. For my kids in those first couple years of school, I just tend to do a lot of science units that are nature and plant and animal themed things. And that's kind of what they're excited about. So it works really well to do those things outside. So for your own home, you can just think about what subjects would be the most enjoyable for you to do outside at the table or on a picnic blanket. Um, you can think about what times in your day feel the most stressful and maybe try to make those times when you get out for some fresh air. I know in the interview that I did on the previous show with Rachel Tidd, she mentioned that there's research. Now that shows that going outside for a lesson improves um, motivation and focus and that that carries over into the next lesson after you go back inside. So you can think about that when you're planning your days out as well, that maybe you can do a lesson outside and then when you move inside, you'll be able to continue to reap those benefits. So. There's lots of things that you can do. Again, to me, one of the biggest benefits to homeschooling, one of the things I love the most is that I get to schedule my days how I want to. I can see what works for me and my kids and do it. So for us, this is what's worked really well. And I feel really, really fortunate that I have this privilege to be able to make the choice to homeschool for these early years. Now, Obviously, on this episode today, I'm focusing more on our outdoor time that is planned out ahead of time or that includes our intentional schoolwork. So, I've talked about our nature group that meets weekly, about our tinker garden class that's obviously very structured and scheduled, and then about how we take our schoolwork outside. So, I'm not including all of the other time that we spend outside. In more of a free and unstructured way you know those times where I just need my kids to play in the backyard so that I can clean the kitchen or just the time that we spend um, at my oldest daughter's school in unstructured play so there's plenty of other times that we are outside but these are those ones that are a little bit more structured and planned and more a part of what I would consider our homeschool and so that's what I wanted to share today And I would love to hear just about how you're schooling this year. Come and chat with me over on Instagram at happy outdoor families. And let me know what your school year is looking like. If you're a homeschooler or a public schooler, you've got preschool kids at home. I would love to know how you're getting outside and what's worked for you. As always, I am so grateful to you for being here and listening and being a part of this conversation about getting ourselves and getting our families outdoors, because I know that All of the benefits are so worth it. I hope that you have an amazing week, that you get to enjoy some wonderful and peaceful and fun and silly time outside with your families. And until next time, I will see you outside.